Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat, a Michigan business network. Jeffrey Mosier sitting in for Chris Holman. And as we are tended to do these days, remote, as is my guest as well. It is Mike Zart, a business and trust and estate lawyer with Foster Swift, Collins and Smith PC attorneys. And they have their half a dozen locations across the state of Michigan. Mike, welcome to the Michigan Business Beat. Jeffrey, thanks for having me. Tremendous. And we wanted to reach out to you because we've heard multiple executive orders, dozens of them, in fact, that have been coming out over the past month or so. And one of them caught our attention, and we figured Foster Swift might uh, have some good insight on that. And that is Executive Order for Michigan 2020-41. Can you share with the Michigan business community what exactly that is as we start? Certainly. So, Order 2020-41 actually relaxes the notary requirements for Michigan to allow remote and electronic notarization services. And the Notary Act as it currently exists already authorizes remote and e-notary services, but it was only through certain vendors that were pre-approved by the Secretary of State's office. And that was fine prior to the stay-at-home order because it was really easy to just go to your local branch or to your law firm and find a notary. Of course, now that we've had the stay-home order, there was this influx of demand. The vendors that they had authorized couldn't keep up. So this executive order is a way to allow kind of your ordinary notaries to also do remote notarization over video conference. Excellent. And, well, you've explained why it's necessary. Obviously, we have the stay-home orders in effect. Drill in a little deeper, I would believe, on what that means for, say, the the notaries who were ordinary before and now have that remote capability. Well, it really lets you, you know, serve your clients in a way that you could not under the stay-at-home order or in a way that was, you know, really difficult. You know, we think of like real estate closings, for example, and anybody buying a house right now is experiencing curbside signings where, you know, you stagger signers and the seller comes in and the buyer comes in and they drop the documents off in a drop box, you don't see anybody and you still got to drive to the title company office. I mean, it's this whole kind of shuffling and that was, you know, really difficult. And for people with estate plans, it's even more difficult. So those also require a notary. And the way that stay-at-home order is drafted, you know, I think a careful reading of that, with respect to estate plans anyway, almost made it illegal to update your estate plan, right? Because you need it to be necessary to preserve health and life and what have you. So maybe you can update your medical power of attorney, but things like, you know, updating your will and your trust and those type of documents, you know, if you were to closely read that executive order, it almost makes it illegal for me to go into my office and update an estate plan. It makes it illegal for my client to even come to the parking lot and do a curbside estate plan signing. So, and we're in the middle of a pandemic, right? So updating estate plans is kind of top of mind for a lot of people. So this is an important executive order to allow people to do that type of planning without contact. And is it a special website put forth by the Secretary of State or a part of the state of Michigan with encrypted and and security protections in place? So the, the executive order isn't as worried about encryption and security as much as they are about being able to validate that the person signing the document in front of the notary is who they say they are. So it's kind of the onus is on the notary to make sure that you're providing your video conferencing services in a manner that is secure and safe to the signor. So obviously we've seen a lot of stuff in the press about, you know, Zoom hackings and that type of thing. And there's ways to protect the that our firm is using the go to meeting platform there's some password protection in there that's a little more 
secure, we think, than, than go to meeting. But yes, I mean, if people are looking for, to do a remote notary, one of the things they should be asking is, what are you doing to protect my confidential information? Perfect. And you've alluded to it here in our conversation so far, but it comes to mind, who benefits most from the order? I think primarily folks that are looking to update their estate plans. People who are engaging in real estate transactions could do that prior to this executive order. They just had to use the curbside signing. But, you know, for business clients that have transactions involving real estate where you might not be involving a title office or just other documents that need to be notarized, you know, there's a great benefit to that. To not actually have to leave your house to get your document notarized, I think, is going to resonate with a lot of people. All right. People have started to experience either the, the fingertip signage or using a pen's mobile stylus. What sort of typical technological point is it similar to those experiences of deliveries? For the um, signature to occur? It's a little bit old-fashioned, actually. It's Most of it's just going to be pen and paper. It, it just requires a webcam. So, Oh, okay. Yeah, so the executive order just wants to make sure that you are who you say you are, right? So, you know, it's, it's a little bit of, you're almost like a bit of a movie director where you have to point the camera at your face and announce the document and then pan it down so you can see the entire signature page and sign it so the notary can see your signature and then pull it back up and announce what you've signed. And there's all these hoops you've got to jump through. So if people are planning on using a remote notary, they uh, should expect a few more hoops to jump through because the Secretary of State wants to be absolutely certain that they can confirm your identity and comply with the Notary Act. But as far as the actual act of signing goes, it's just a hard copy piece of paper and a pen and you record yourself signing it. Great. All right, then. Well, we're running up a little bit short of time, but if there's anything else that the Michigan business community should be aware of, or if there are guidance or reminders on the Foster Swift website, we'd love to hear about that information. Yeah, so people should be checking out the Foster Swift website. Right on the landing page there, we have an entire coronavirus resource page. So anything and everything that relates to legal issues arising out of coronavirus, that's one-stop shopping. I guess people take away one thing from this segment is that if you are worried about updating your estate planning documents but are also concerned about being able to do that in a no-contact manner, that is now possible under this executive order. So you should be reaching out to your estate planning attorney and talking to them about remote no-contact estate planning. Excellent. Well, Mike, thank you so much for spending some time with the Michigan Business Beat today. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks for having me. Once again, Michael Zark is a business, trust, and estate lawyer with Foster Swift, Collins & Smith PC attorneys, and he's based out of the Grand Rapids vicinity. Actually, I forgot to ask which vicinity you were reporting from. Yep, that's right, Grand Rapids. Perfect. And we'll be back with more on the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network.